Do it. Welcome to the Clone Cast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Adam. And we're going to be reviewing Season 4, Episode 4, Shadow Warrior. Adam, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Are you going to say anything? Are you confused? A little bit. I'm alive! We're back, baby! Fuck Von Keller! It's gone! Oh, uh, it's nice to wipe that slate clean, huh? Ooh. <laughs> Let's see if I can hold this for the rest of the song. Ooh. I'm running out of breath. Alright, I can't do it. Alright. And even an episode with Gungans gets you that excited. My my brain was warped. <laughs> I think Moncal did serious damage to me. I know. It's I feel so free. Well, it was just so boring. I know. <laughs> After this was like, I, like halfway through, so I, I like I like this. <laughs> <laughs> there was halfway through the episode. I wrote down. I think this is good. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> I don't get it. I really. <laughs> I know! Oh, this is good. All right. I thought it was either going to... I thought you had a song picked out, but half of me thought you were going to go with uh, Moving Out by Billy Joel. Oh. Of, because it keeps saying Mama Leone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Boss Leone. Oh, Boss Leone. Now, I did a deep dive on uh, Boss Nass yeah. the other day, and... Well, not a deep dive. I just looked at him a lot, and I was like, hmm, let's see where he's a Gungan and where he's not. Yeah. The eyes, does he just have so much fat that, like, the eyes are now, like, part of the skull? Yeah, I don't, like, the fat raised? I don't know, because he does seem to have Gungan ears. He does. He like holds them back. Ponytail, he's not. It? What is he? Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe it was a tadpole, like somebody dropped the bowling ball in there or something. It really, it really is like an Orin Frita situation. It's very strange. We're like a member of a species gets so fat that yeah. it just like changes completely. I don't get it. I don't get it. I got to get that. <laughs> I got to get that clip. Yeah, I don't understand what, why, but anyways, how you doing? Good, how are you? What's not going on here? Um, uh, not much. I mean, it's fucking Friday. It feels yeah. good. We're recording early too. I got the day off. We yeah, got the day off. This is the soonest we've re- released a Bad Batch episode, I think, since we started doing Ooh, bonus episodes. By the time we get done with this, it's going to have like five listens. <laughs> Yay! And all of them are going to be a Thorian historian. He hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck avoiding spoilers at yes. work. Yeah. So, yeah, but he's still going on Twitter. <laughs> it's not stopping him from doing that. But, yeah, I mean, um, that was good. This was apparently good. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Any more lifting? Uh, I might go out later tonight and do it a little bit. Any bonuses or anything like that? There is a bonus this week, and I'm trying to my, tell myself that I don't need it. Oh, uh, okay. But I don't know. Have you picked anything up with that 350 bucks you got from Amazon? I bought some High Republic comics that I couldn't find in the store. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so 
Um, but no, I haven't. I was thinking of getting a reading chair. Oh, I was okay. like, Tom, do you really need a reading chair? Like, I can read. Why not? There's those big bean bags. I was thinking, get yeah. one of those, like, bean bags for adults. This is just a, a carnival of childhood here. <laughs> like, I'm not a 30 something man, am I? <laughs> hey, you are what you are. Who cares? You're yeah, an adult. You can whatever. do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> But yeah, the neighbors are out in full force again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they hear me scream every now and then. Like, what the fuck is going on over there? (laughs) Every time that Stratus is in the driveway, it goes nuts over there. I'm just going to start throwing chairs out the window. (laughs) Yeah, wait till I throw the chair out the window. Whenever that moment happens, it's going to be great. We should just start recording this in your front yard. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Just make this whole cul-de-sac be like... Yeah. Front yard territory. Yeah. This is the battle of the front yards. <laughs> they got a lot of trash pile in this. Yeah, uh, they do. Last night, they had quite a night. There's at least 20 empty Mick Ultras just laying around. It's awesome just seeing a card table in the middle of a front yard with garbage strewn about. You know that good time was had at some point. I, but, like, today, the one, one of them went out there and was just sitting there. Like, when I walked uh, Ahsoka on my break, one of them was just sitting out there. Just surrounded by trash, just sitting aimlessly, just kind of like looking on their phone. It's like, you know, you could just get up and like it's all relatively condensed in this one area. You could easily just pick that up in probably two minutes and just throw it in the trash. But yeah, that's one thing that I I don't know how it got instilled in me. Like it wasn't when I was a kid or anything, but like. I don't like stuff being, like, strewn about. Yeah. Like, if there's garbage, I immediately will, like, yeah, t- pick it up and throw it away. I don't well, like, like, like... I have a bonfire. I literally, like, bring yeah. a bag out. It's just, like, put them in the bag. Yeah. Just put it in the fucking... Put the I'll, empties in the bag. I'll do dishes, like, almost every night. Yeah. Just because I don't like dirty dishes sitting That's in just... the sink or on the counter. Oh, yeah. Just ridiculous. Crazy animals out there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gungans. Yeah. God, we're old. <laughs> Bunch of Gungans over there. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I don't know. We When's the last record? We record on Wednesday. So it even has a, it's only been like a day and a half yeah. since we recorded. Yeah. I got nothing. We're getting ahead of this. Oh, where you get ahead? Have you done any more reading? Uh, no, not much. I've been listening. To, I'm almost done. I thought I was going to finish last night, but we had the Padawan Podcast Network yeah. meeting. So I didn't actually quite finish Jedi Lost. So... Once we're done with this, I'll walk the dog, and I'm going to quiche that off. Um, yeah, I'm fucking... I'm not driving. I'm not driving this weekend. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Time. I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you got the disc in the PlayStation. Now maybe you can fire that bad boy well, up. Well, I'm starting Test of Courage, which is actually like the middle reader um, of the High Republic series. Okay. There's the Test of Courage and Race to Crash Point Tower. I'm going to read both of those this week because it's for like fifth graders. Oh, okay. But they're like, you know, they're 300 yeah, pages yeah. or so, you know. Fuck it. I'll enjoy it. And it introduces some characters, I believe, or fleshes them out a little more. I've met them, but it fleshes them out a little bit more of the new young adult novel that just came out, Out of the Shadows. Okay. So then I can start Out of the Shadows. Okay. I'm reading all the High Republic stuff. I'm, You know what? I, I'm buying... Uh, what is it? Republic Commando. I'm buying that this weekend. I have it. Yeah, I want to dive in, it. especially after this. Last I feel like I have to play Fallen Order episode. before Republic Commando. Yeah, I feel like that's what I have to do. And I'm still on Skyward Sword, but I, I feel like I can take breaks. I don't need to fully yeah. commit to one. No, yeah, no, that's good. It's healthy to mix it up yeah. like that. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, what do we have to talk about here? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Here we go. Here we go. 
It's the 2021 Clone Cast. Clone name Bracket. All righty. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't actually have any results, but I just wanted to do a quick segment here to kind of announce. I think we're going to, we didn't say anything about the prize. Yeah. So the prize, you're going to have your choice. We have a Jar Jar Binks Phantom Menace Black Series that we will sign with a lovely, uh, a lovely fine tipped, uh, what are those? Uh, Sharpie. A, yeah, Sharpie, like the silver one. I'll yeah. get one of those nice silver ones. We'll, 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 we'll sign it for you and then I'll, I'll sniff it a bit. Uh, I love that smell. <laughs> it is great. Ooh. Or like that and gasoline. Or we will print out a picture of Kelsey Grammer as Beast. <laughs> and we will sign it in honor of Kelsey. We'll sign it for Kelsey. Yeah. And we'll personalize it for you. Yeah. Those are going to be the two options. Um, I wonder who will win. <laughs> we have four contestants. It's a nice looking Jar Jar How figure. much is it going to cost for us to send that goddamn Jar Jar over to Paris? God, I hope <laughs> it's not international. <laughs> Celine, sorry, we just realized we're rooting against you. I had a friend. <laughs> just kidding. I had a fr- I had a friend who I worked with in Chicago who she took a position uh, to open up our company's like branch in Dublin a couple yeah. of years ago. So she moved to Dublin and it was her first year there. It, it was Christmas. So I was like, I'm going to put together a nice care package for her. And I'm going to ship it over because I'm sure that she's, you know, a little lonely. Yeah. So I like put together, it was like in a shoebox maybe. Yeah. Just some, like random trinkets and stuff. $700. It was like $350. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no way I can, I'm doing that. That's not worth it. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. If Celine wins, Celine wins. Yeah. I would be happy. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. We're just going to have to compact it. Maybe, like, break a... <laughs> I don't know. Depending on how much it is, we could just fly to Paris. Yeah. Have a weekend. Maybe we'll just decapitate the Jar Jar Black Series and just send over his little head. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send it over one piece at a time. For each contest that Celine wins, we'll, she'll slowly be able to build her Black Series Jar Jar It's like Binks. one of those action figures that, like, come in the series where... Yeah, it's the action figure, but it comes with the arm of a larger action figure. Exactly, and you have to buy five of them to like form Put them all Galactus together. Yeah. or whatever. Exactly, it's, we're gonna turn into a fucking Power Ranger. Yeah, you get the head Zord, the <laughs> arm Zord, the other arm Zord, all the Zords. Um, so yeah, that is going to be our prize. And this weekend, I am going to be tweeting out some of the first round matchups for people to vote on, and then we will do on the next episode. We will reveal the results of those. Excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. No cheating, Athorian historian, <laughs> sir. He's a slippery His one. His 70 different alt accounts. <laughs> we know you're Golf Mike. He's going to just create a bot that's yeah. going to vote. So we apparently had uh, 750,000 votes on this poll. <laughs> and the Athorian historian won <laughs> 749,999 to one. <laughs> He's just going... <laughs> Yeah, so that will be uh, this weekend, so keep a, a lookout for those. Well, you're going to hear this on Monday, so <laughs> that's stupid. Go. But you will have voted by the time you hear this. Yeah. All right, so should we do a listener appreciation? Yes. All right. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. Not 
Alright, listener appreciation. So, depressed Kenobi. Where are you? <laughs> Still on vacay. I miss depressed Kenobi. I, I, I keep repeating myself, but I miss depressed Kenobi. I miss that depressed face. Uh, the Athorian Historian. Oh, fuck. I hit the wrong yeah. one. <laughs> I was wondering, this is, is this going to be his new theme? The Athorian Historian. <laughs> All right. The Athorian Historian. And, of course, the final member of the Holy Trinity. Why don't we do it in the road? You'll know. <laughs> I keep, I, I'm sorry, Athor. I can't believe I did that. Uh, well, I guess I give you this. There we go. See what I did there? Yeah. I didn't actually. Well, no, I actually accidentally hit Shrine Music. Yeah. I'm sorry. What can I do? I'll tell you what. You confess that you're Golf Mike and maybe you'll get a new song. <laughs> Although I did promise a new song after he sent in his brilliant five-minute Ethereum yes. mating audio, so. Who knows what it will take to convince Tom to finally give in? Although the bubblegum song, that's that's part of the cast now. we got to figure I out a, a way to work it in somehow to something else. Yeah. So, uh, Eliza, a.k.a. Drop of Magic on Twitter. Jelly, you are a bold one. One of the contestants. Yeah. In our... Here, let me give it a look. <laughs> <laughs> I need to turn the... Hold on, let me turn this up. Come on. Turn up. It's not turning up. Come on, clone music. Turn up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Hey. <laughs> Celine and Perry, another contestant. Jules Eldavio. And we have our newest clone Castanova, Liv. Yeah. They have entered the fray. Rural farm boy. I guess we have to cut the music off so we can listen to this. Sorry, sorry, clone bracket music. Traveling through hyperspacing like dust and crops, boy. Worth it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Looking for a home the official retweeter of the pod. Rural farm boy. Have you seen, uh, have you, uh, seen the new McCartney video that's out? No. It's good? No. I, I oh, mean, okay. Yeah. I, I listened to the first like couple of seconds of it. Uh, and I was like. You knew it was one of those Paul songs. I don't know if this is going to be good. But he did. It's a collab with Beck. And they're doing like a deep fake where Beck is playing the uh, younger Paul McCartney dancing around and stuff. We'll watch it after this episode. I want to watch it with you. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're ready. The four horsemen of the email apocalypse. No, a bite. Wade. Death. Steven. Peace or famine. And, of course, Joshua. The Archangel. War. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. Let me, I'll bring it back for this. All right. <laughs> and Isaac. I wonder if Isaac is completely caught up yet. Maybe Isaac will provide me with an update this weekend. It seemed like he was making progress the last He's time he checked there. in. Yeah. It's not long now. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the oh, yes. We are going to be doing a podcast network, which we mentioned, but we have a name. We're going to be the Padawan Podcast Network. And so we have Wayfinder Pod, Golf Clap, uh, from a certain point of skew at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D, Golf Clap. Yeah, I should just get a little clap, you know, like when you cheer yeah. an audience cheer. The Jar Jar Thanks Pod at Jar Jar Thanks, Laura. Hey, Michaela. Michaela wasn't feeling well. Oh, no. Hope you're feeling better, Michaela. And Jess. And, of course, Vader's Thoughts at Vader 
Thanks. Just cut that music. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Done. Oh. Done. All righty. Should we get to the next segment? We think we got a little bit of mail to get to. Yeah. Message after the message. Greetings, exalted one. Allow me to introduce myself. Full disclosure, the Chromecast recognizes that this is the music for Legend of Zelda. So this is not a Star Wars theme. We do not care when we like the song. Now, on with the listener mailbag. We need to get a better version of this. Maybe I'll get one of those weird, like, metal covers on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, where like the guy's the shredding. Yeah, he's just shredding. <laughs> that matches our energy, I think. All right, so Joshua, the Archangel of War, continuing his leadership in the email apocalypse, has written in. Uh, hello, gentlemen. I'm here and enjoying the show. Adam Plagueis? Or, not, how's it going? Not, not, what page not are going you on? Well. Uh, I think like 120 or something. Oh, you really gave it that college try for about a month, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I got to get back into it. It's right when he, it's right where he met Palpatine, and I was falling asleep, so I wanted to I put it down so I could actually pay attention because so, it was important. And I think I we got a better chance if up. I just get Adam a copy of Jedi Lost and let him... <laughs> An audio experience might have actually, I think he'll probably be done in a few days. On yeah, that, it would so. be. Anyways, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, he is still recovering from the Thorian mating lesson. <laughs> I don't think any of us will ever be the same. I'm glad we got another bad episode. I've missed Tom melting down. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> it is entertaining. Yeah. I wonder if anybody thought I was going to melt down over this one. I don't know. That one... Uh, I have a fun fact about this episode that um, I'll, I'll mention it now while it's on my mind. Uh, where do I have it here? Uh, what are you looking up? I just want fun fact about this episode. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. So I was on Wikipedia and I was reading about Shadow Warrior. And they go, at one point, this is continuity. At one point, Shadow Warrior was originally considered to be the season four premiere episode but it was later shifted in favor of the Battle of Moncala story arc to have a more action-packed premiere. <laughs> <laughs> you call that action? Oh, um, I actually I was looking up some stuff about this episode too while we're talking about it because um, we were wondering like why isn't Boss Nass the boss anymore? Why is yeah. it Leone? And he stepped uh, down. So apparently, this whole episode is. One of those things like Bounty Hunters in that season before where George Lucas was like, I want to do a I want to do a dedication film to Kurosawa. So there's another Kurosawa movie called uh, Kagemusha. And like it, I, it, I think it translates to Shadow Warrior, but it's where like a samurai, uh, like a, a peasant samurai looks exactly like oh. a warrior samurai and like. Thank dresses God. up as him. Because I was going to ask you in the episode, I was like, why is this called Shadow Warrior? Yeah. And so apparently it's just a complete dedication to like that film. Yeah. But once when he was in the writer's room, Filoni was like, okay, so but boss Nass is the boss. And George was like, oh, I'll just make a new I'll just make a new boss. Oh, that's and there's what like it was. no continuity for like how boss Ness stepped down or anything. Why he can't just, we just have him being like, he hey, just wanted to make someone that Jar Jar could stand in for. That's the entire reason why boss Ness isn't the boss and Leone is. And it makes no sense because boss Ness is in Padme's funeral in, in episode three. Well, it's, I read that, and they just said that he showed up for the funeral out of respect. Yeah. I guess he's just retired in Otto Gunga, just hanging out in his orb. Yeah. You know, I just... 
Those... Why couldn't they just say, hey, I know... Uh, why... All it would take was one line to just be like, hey, uh, I know you're the new boss yeah. Nass step down or something. Anything. It would be hilarious if the Gungans no, we, just... No, we can't have that. We, we can't... We... No, it's just... No, we're not going to mention... I oh, know. <laughs> the Gungans have very strict term limits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They respect democracy too much. Could you imagine <laughs> Boss Leone campaigning? <laughs> Going from orb to orb and oh, not to a gun guy. Oh, where was I in this email? Jesus. <laughs> Tom, okay. <laughs> I've missed Tom Elting out. Tom, ask Adam about the new Gungan leader in the future and see how he reacts. <laughs> I'm sorry ahead of time, Tom. <laughs> Who would have thought that I liked this episode? Whatever. <laughs> So what has been your overall... Okay, now he's got a question for us. So what has been your overall take on The Bad Batch? It feels like season eight of Clone Wars to me. I like the show and want more. It feels like they are lost, almost like they have been kicked out of the parents' house. Um, so uh, what is your overall take on Bad Batch? I think we're pretty much... like yeah, Pretty much. All the episode. bonus episodes, we've been pretty much singing its praises. Yeah. We're very much on board. Yeah, so... Um, we did just post the review to War Mantle. Yep. Which we really enjoyed that episode yeah. quite a bit. So great. if you haven't checked out our uh, Bad Batch Reasonably Actions, Josh, I would definitely recommend I it. Do, I do get that feeling about them like being kicked out of the house or whatever. Like they, they're like soldiers without a country now trying. They're just wandering around trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think overall we have a very positive impression of the show. Absolutely. I like it a lot. Yeah. If I had to give it a, num a numerical rating right now, I think it's 8, 8.5. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Yep. You know, there's been some slower episodes, but overall, I don't think there's been an episode where we just disliked it. No. So, um, another issue is I really dislike Wrecker more as it goes. I like not how, I do not like how they have him acting. I don't like the dumb guy routines just getting on my nerves. I could see that. Um, that's kind of how I felt about Wrecker at first. Yes. I was not a Wrecker fan. When we watched, I, I pre-watched like four episodes, four episodes of season seven of Clone Wars, just so I could get yep. accustomed to them. And I was not in love with Wrecker at that time. For me, personally, I've he's grown on me personally. Yeah. Well, I feel like in the first, I don't know, three, four episodes of Bad Batch, they really laid it on thick. The whole Wrecker, like, dumb guy routine. Yeah. It was really played up. But since then, like, since he got his ship taken out, I feel like... They've, yeah. like, backed off on that a little bit. And they've shown... They've played to his strengths in the last few weeks. Yeah. You know, and they had the thing where he was just, like, came in handy, where he was just, like, carrying those the spice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was like, nobody else could pull that off. Yeah. And so, his relationships yeah. developing with Omega and stuff. Yeah. He is. Um, so, um, does it bother us? Nah, not really. Not, not really. Not He's kind of growing on me, but I could totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, as I've been there with him before. So, um... He does want a whole season of Tech and Echo, and I think we would both echo that. We would echo part yeah. of the pun, that sediment, because uh, this week, though, finally got some good Echo. Yep. Still waiting for more Tech. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see more Tech and Echo. And, I've like, I've mentioned it before in our Reasonable Reactions. I like how they play off each other. Mm -hmm. They have, like, a bickering little brother, big brother kind of relationship when they allow it to happen. Yeah. It just hasn't happened enough for me. Um, he goes, why are they even on the show at this point? Good point. They should, you know, it's it's like they're just afterthoughts um, for the most part. They're basically there to open doors. They're utility. <laughs> like, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. like the Swiss Army knife that they pull out when they need them. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I absolutely agree with you there, Joshua. Like, I need more of 
uh, Tech and Echo. I'm glad this week they apparently were. I don't know. Maybe they realized, man, man we've really been, uh, you know, haven't been paying attention to Echo. Here. So they did. They definitely like took care of the Echo part of things. I this wonder week. if they could, because it would be it. It's blatantly obvious that Tech has some like he's on the spectrum in some. I think fashion. that's how they're intending to write him. It would be cool if they were more upfront about it to give that would a, be cool to give a little bit more like representation and that type of thing like yeah. if he part of his backstory was that is part of his yes like i don't know what to call it his cloning gene or whatever like yeah. that part of the gene is in there yeah like that would be really good it's, i mean i think star wars has done a really great job with representation in recent years yes um and they obviously have like made that a concerted effort to make sure people feel represented within the universe like i would like them to flesh that out more that would be cool because i don't think we have a character that they have specifically stated that no. you know so if that's what they're going for like be a little more deliberate about it i'd yeah. be fine with that um but i would like to see more of the character you know um but hey at least they you know appears that echo is starting to get some run yeah so that's great uh, you know, say Gonky has more screen time. <laughs> yes. No complaints there. <laughs> so thanks for reaching out, Joshua. Um, so should we get into the time warp? Yeah. Yabba da da. Yada da da. All right, Shadow Warrior. What do we got? What's the air date? What's going on? September thirtieth. 2011. Ooh, was a lovely time. Um, so it still moves like Jagger, and I am not playing that fucking horseshit <laughs> yet. So we'll just get right past that. But we do have a new movie in America. Number one movie in All America. Right. Um, God, I don't even know. <laughs> Stars. I'm just going to give you the star. Harry Connick Jr. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr. Is it a Christmas movie? No. Oh. Um. It also has Morgan Freeman and Ashley Judd. Yeah. Stumped you, huh? I have no idea what this is. It's dolphin tail. Uh, it's about the dolphin that's like missing a missing their fin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember. Don't they exactly. make like a three D printed one or something. <laughs> yeah, to give it to them. <laughs> they attach it to them. And... Yeah, so that's it. Fuck this. Um... <laughs> Should we get in the episode? Was it Morgan Freeman and Ashley Judd in Double Jeopardy in like the early two thousands? I believe so. So their grand reunion was for Dolphin Tail. Yeah, and Dolphin Tail too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're making a Dolphin Tale 3, apparently. <laughs> oh, I went down a Dolphin Tale rabbit hole, baby. I actually think I saw that movie. <laughs> oh, really? Because remember when I worked at Walmart? Yeah. And they would put the movies on every... I think that loop. was like at the tail end of my Walmart experiment. <laughs> I think that Dolphin Tale may have been the last Walmart movie that I watched on loop for two Didn't weeks. You, did you have any power in that? I thought you and Box would like put movies on. Oh, no. I would cut movies open that I wanted to watch. Yeah. And I would put them on. Yeah. Because <laughs> they'd always be like, oh, well, um, you know... Dolphin Tale came out this week, so you got to put Dolphin to the kids movie in or something, you know, like, oh, it's Lion King 3D. You yeah. Put that in. And I was like, I'd be like, no, I'm putting in Transformers. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, should we get into the episode? Yeah. All righty. Do it. Gungans are cool. Hello. General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Oh, it's a good song. <laughs> it's a good song. 
neighbors on the move. Neighbors on the move. Gotta go pick up that golf ball. All right. Season four, episode four, Shadow Warrior. Jar Jar Binks, the Shadow Warrior, apparently. <laughs> Good for him. Um, yeah, I didn't put it together until I said until I yeah I saw that Kurosawa note. But like, yeah, why was it called Shadow Warrior? Yeah. Um, so where we left off uh, was Wookie Hunt. I don't know what happened since Wookie Hunt. Nothing happened. <laughs> so it's we've been on a sabbatical. It's great to be back. It's really exciting to be here with season four, episode four. Really weird that they didn't make three episodes before. Why are they yeah. calling it episode four? Completely blacked out. Jeez. Hmm. It's not like they could have possibly made something so terrible that it would just black <laughs> it out of my, just completely blank it on my mind. And it's, it's going to be a repressed memory. <laughs> that couldn't be possible, could it? When I'm like 75, I'm just going to be sitting down in my recliner one day and just start screaming about something called oh, Mon no, the Calamari. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> prince Lee Char, you know, just... Then I just start screaming, and I run outside, and I attack a neighbor. Just, you know, yeah, it couldn't happen. Anyways, so this episode, we're on Naboo, everybody's favorite planet, Naboo. Um, and there is a Gungan and human unrest. So the Naboo and the Gungans have some unrest. Just due to the general state of the war, they haven't been getting supplies. It's kind of tough times in Naboo. So um, apparently Boss Leone, who is the new Gungan boss, who has replaced Boss Nass, has been giving some fiery speeches about uh, going to war with the Naboo and invading Thede, their capital. So they have sent Padme Amidala back home, and with her, they sent Anakin. The crack team. The crack team. Um, now, <laughs> they did such a good job on Mon Cal. Yeah. <laughs> Let's send them out to Naboo. <laughs> hey, wait. No, don't ever fucking mention that again. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. But, so... <laughs> I, I think they're just like, hey, you guys, you guys are fucking right. You just go. Just <laughs> yeah. let's just let's just encourage it. We'll do you a favor. Let's just subtly encourage we'll throw you. Throw your yeah. bone. Yeah, we're gonna. Send it. Yeah. So uh, we start off, and Anakin is flying probably the funniest ship I've ever seen. It's the craziest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell. Okay, so <laughs> think. Of, okay, we got to this ship, right? We'll just say uh, it's like a uh, what is it like? How do you, you describe? You're good at the it's ship a, stuff. It's a transport, but it's it's <laughs> oblong, but the cockpit is almost like on a. It's like a submarine eye sticking up. It's like a giraffe's neck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in the head of it. It's so weird. Yeah, we get a funny shot of you see Anakin in the cockpit up on the top of the giraffe neck, and then they show Padme down like in the bottom base of the ship. Yeah. Just like hanging out in her like it's it's like some shit it's like shitty Air Force One or something yeah. like that. And the entire cockpit is glass. So yeah, it doesn't look very well protected. <laughs> no, it's very interesting. <laughs> um, but Anakin uh, pages Jar Jar and he's like, "Hey Jar Jar, you need to meet us at Lake Lake Peonga. Uh, we got to talk about this." And like Jar Jar's like, "Yeah, it's uh, not good down here. A lot of a lot of talk of war." And he's like, "Yeah, that's why we got to meet with you right away." Um, so they land in a very, they, even the landing of this thing, it lands on like a, just a single pod. Like, what was that? <laughs> you know, I'm like a single leg. It's like, this thing's going to tip over immediately. Everything about this ship is nuts. <laughs> like even Anakin, even the like controls, the joystick, it's on a weird bar that comes like up and then does a right <laughs> angle. And, like everything about it is just weird. And I should have wrote it down, but there's like a, uh, there's like a logo on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that? I logo? don't know. It reminded me of something. Oh, we'll have to go back and look at it. Maybe I'll take I... a screenshot and try yeah. to figure it out. It was something. Um, but, yeah, so they land at Lake Peonga, and they're going to go meet with uh, 
Jar Jar. And so Jar Jar pulls up um, in a submarine with a, a Bungo submarine. Yeah, same one that from we've seen Phantom in Phantom Menace, Menace. Um, which is a cool ship. Like I like the design cool of that. One. Yeah. So he uh, he uh, comes to the surface of the lake and in his um, submarine, and he's got his gun conformals yes, on. <laughs> So Jar Jar's got his Gungan formals on. You gotta He's... keep us updated when you <laughs> like what are your thoughts at this point where you just like fuck this? Like did I, you... No, I literally I swear, I swear I was keeping an open mind. I had to. You know how tired I was after that I last know. one. I was just like anything but this. It took me like half the episode to figure out that it's actually like good. So like I was just suspecting now, you being like, We can discuss what the this hell? more. We can discuss this more later, but is it actually good? I don't know. Or do we, were we just that mind warped? <laughs> yeah. Because the more I think about the Moncal arc, it is like I said it before. Like it's not as bad as uh, like Bombad Jedi, but the three of them together make it worse than Bombad yes. Jedi because it, you have to endure three. Fuck it. Each individual episode of that are the three worst episodes of this show, period. Well, and that is a perfect example of, like, and we can talk about it more later. I don't know if this is a good episode or not, but it's one episode. Yeah. And they, like, edited it very well. And, yes. And, like, it's condensed and it flows nicely. Yes. And I think that if this were stretched out into two or three episodes, I feel like it would be unbearable. Yeah. But because it's just one episode, it was like, oh, all right. Yeah. And and what it came after and the experiment that we're yeah. doing by watching it in order here. So what it came after, it probably didn't hurt in how we received it. Yeah. But no, I swear, I was being really open-minded about this. <laughs> I was trying really hard to be open-minded here. <laughs> Plus, Naboo is a lovely-looking planet. Yes, it is. So... It's got that going for it. Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, Boss Lee's been, uh, Boss Leone, excuse me, has been blaming the Naboo for everything and giving a lot of fiery speeches. <laughs> so um, they hop in the Bongo submarine and they're going to head down to our favorite Gungan city, Atua Gunga. And I noted the music here because it's the same yep. music as Phantom Menace and I love that music. Yeah, it's great. I also love the sound of the Bongo submarine going yep. to, you know, it's great. So God, I remember like the first time I saw Phantom Menace, like that part in particular, yeah. where they're going, where they're swimming down, and you see Bongo City for yeah. the first time. I was like, "This is incredible!" Yeah, I was so blown away. Now, I'll just you know, I'm trying to be delicate about this, but let's let's be honest. The Gungans are not the brightest bulbs. Yeah. Um. So I'm just kind of curious, who the fuck built that city? Because it is a, <laughs> it's an engineering marvel. <laughs> Maybe it's just what, what we learned. There must have been, like, one intrepid, like, just genius fucking Gungan that built the city, and they've somehow just maintained it all these Maybe, years. Maybe, well, we saw in the last episode that their Gungan loogies do wonders. Maybe they, they just figure it out if they spit enough. Yeah. It would form a bubble that they <laughs> yeah. could live in. Yeah, and then they somehow, uh, uh, you know, like, the lights and everything. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just a very impressive city. It's very impressive. I like it. It's, yeah. it's a lovely look. Um, so... We get our first clip of the episode here, and we have Boss Leona, the new boss of the Gungans, uh, talking to some various Gungan soldiers. And then also in the second part of this clip, it's a little bit of a long clip, close to two minutes. But in the second part, uh, Jar Jar, Anakin, and Padme are going to have a conversation with Boss Leone. So here we go. For centuries, the Naboians have treated you like second-class citizens. No, some more. 
There's some moments in the history when change is necessary. Are you so going to take what is rightfully ours, sir? This is more and more bad. Don't worry, General. Misa friends can help. Misa hopes so, Jarja. General Tarples is leaving the room. So the Gungans that he was talking to are now leaving and they're about to enter. Anakin gives a look to one that has a bone in his nose. He'll play big role. quick! Young Senator Amidala, if you stay here to talk Misa out of marching on feed, you are wasting time. With all due respect, your course of action is based on lies. You must make your warriors stand down. Misa different now. Misa enlightened. See? Acting look or not? He seems possessed <laughs> if you ask me. Or under someone's influence. Stop whispering and go! He's a god! The necklace. Anakin sees this necklace glowing on him and Anakin Force pulls it off him. What's happening? Binks, who's that are they? Who are we? Boss Leone, don't you remember anything? Who gave you this necklace, Your Majesty? Minister Richelieu. He's uh, giving it to me. He's uh, telling me it's a uh, make me bombard leader. Very powerful. They say Richelieu know ancient Gongo mystical power. Mind over matter. But he's uh, only use it for good. Until now, you mean. Okay. So, uh, we get introduced to the name Risha Lu. Now, Risha Lu is the one that Anakin eyed down as they were exiting um, the boss's chambers. Uh, Risha Lu is like, a, I guess, a shaman of some kind. Yes. He's got like a bone through his nose. That's number, also, one, yeah. number one indicator of a shaman. Yeah. <laughs> bone through yeah. the nose. So, um, insert any random World of Warcraft shaman <laughs> reference here. Um, but yeah, so... He's a shaman that is trained in the mystic arts of the Gungan mystic arts, and he has been mind controlling Boss Leone via this enchanted talisman. Yep. Um, and so, as soon as Anakin pulls it off, there, as you heard, like Boss Leone kind of comes to him, he's not talking so robotically anymore. And he's like, Whoa, what the fuck's been going on here? Um, well, and that made me wonder like two episodes ago when he immediately, when Jar Jar like made that point, and he immediately changed his mind and was like, Jar Jar's right. Let's go help the Mon Cal. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he was under the influence at that point. Yeah, anything to go to war when yeah. you reach a loo. <laughs> I, but if, nah, I must not, because reach Lou doesn't want to kill off all the soldiers if he's planning on invading I Naboo. Anyways. Well, um, and also, before they took it off of him, when he was giving that speech, when he was like, we've been treated as second-class citizens for too long, my first thought was like, oh, no, am I going to end up agreeing with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to come down on the same side as this yeah. guy. Uh, he's making some good points. <laughs> so we cut over to Richelieu's room slash, we'll call it an orb. Now, mind you, okay, these orbs... They're like glass, I guess. And so you can see right through them. I mean, this is translucent. It's not, you're not hiding anything in your room. Like, good luck beating off on Otto and <laughs> yeah. Gunga. Can you imagine, like, Gungan mating season? <laughs> if you take, like, a bongo submarine by the You got to get real comfortable with your <laughs> <Yeah>. neighbors. <laughs> oh, man. Just people humping everywhere. It's just, ah. Uh. Anyways, so Richelieu is in his you're room. I can buy Richelieu's bubble. Like, why is he talking to Kel? That's Dooku. my point! <laughs> 
So he's on a he's on he's talking with Dooku, who's of course on a hollow, a mini hollow though. It's yeah. a mini hollow. It's very cool. It's like your your hollow. It's like a you know you've got your you had your Super Nintendo back in the day. And you got your Game Boy. Yeah. This is the Game Boy hollow. This is your Nintendo DS light. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that's what bothered me about it. It's like anybody could just like go by, and we saw like right before that like a bunch of Gungan guards on their little fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. swimming things, just swimming out of a gunga. Like, they could eat, anybody could, like, swim by his room and easily see. He's like, hey, isn't that that crazy Separatist leader guy? Yeah. So that bothered me. Um, but Dooku's like, yeah, how's it going? Are you are you going to be invading the Naboo? Are you going to be taking care of Thede? He's like, yep, we're taking care of it. And Dooku's like, oh, I can assure you they're going to be well rewarded on my council when <laughs> we take over Naboo here. Um, so we get out to the hallway, and Boss Leone, Anakin, and Padme are all walking, and and Boston was like, hey, I'm going to go in there alone. And Anakin's like, okay, we'll wait here. I don't know why they thought yeah. this was a good idea. So Boss Leone goes in alone and confronts him. Um, Risha Lou's like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. He's got a very interesting, like, Jamaican vibe. Like, yeah. <laughs> they all kind of got a vibe, but he's, like, over the top. And we'll get a clip with him a little bit later. Um, but then, um, you know, so Boss Leone isn't wearing this necklace anymore. He can't control him. But he starts rubbing his own talisman. And Boss Leone starts getting put into a trance once again. Out in the hallway, Anakin kind of, like, touches his temple. He's like, something's wrong here, and he's going to go in there. Um, as soon as Anakin goes in, Boss Leone is like, ah, and three commando droids, the good droids, drop down. So, they, they <laughs> the, you know. The ninja droids. Yeah. What, is, what kind of shipment do those come into Boss Leone? Yeah, I know. And who delivers it? Does, like, the UPS guy in Naboo go underwater? <laughs> Well, and how is he hiding those guys in those bubbles, too? Yeah, they're in the ceiling. <laughs> they're just hanging out in the ceiling. I don't get it. I don't. We really need that clip. I don't get it. But, yeah, so they drop down. Uh, Padme joins the fray. And so the three commando droids are just taking shots at Anakin. He's deflecting them. Padme's, like, five feet away and can't hit any of them with her blaster. <laughs> she does got her standard Naboo blaster, though. With and cool, we've seen her be effective cool with sound. that before. Yeah. But she can't hit the commando droids. Um, while they are dealing with the commando droids, Boss Leone just fucking takes it upon himself and just grabs Risha Lu and, like, throws him on a table. <laughs> yeah. um, so they, they start wrestling with each other. But... As they continue to wrestle and the commando droids are still occupying Anakin and Padme, uh, Risha Lu takes a blade out of his, you know, his, his belt, and he just stabs Boss Leone. <laughs> yeah, we get a <laughs> right in the gut. <laughs> yeah, right in the gut. Um, Anakin takes out two of the commando droids. Another one charges Padme and tackles her down the steps. <laughs> and then she domes it, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, like, he's about to just, like, I guess stab her because he lost his gun or something. Yeah. But he's about to stab her or something, and she just fucking... She pulls it up and puts it, like, under the Yeah, she chin. puts her pistol, like, right under his... And just blasts his <laughs> fucking head. Just massive shot. Pretty impressive of Padme there. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, while this is all going on, though, Richelieu escapes, and he's, he runs out of the room. Anakin gives chase, but Richelieu ultimately escapes in a bombad submarine and takes off. So you got yourself a, <laughs> a boss that's been stabbed, world in chaos, yeah. and Richelieu is on the lam. World on the brink. Yep, it's on the brink. It's all going to shit. So, our next scene is in the infirmary, the Gungan infirmary, and Boss Leone. The, everything is translucent here. You can see everything. <laughs> Like, you imagine, like, surgery or something. Like, nothing is hidden. <laughs> There's no privacy on Auto Gunga. You'd think they would come up with, the, like, that frosted glass technology. Yeah. <laughs> where you turn Wait. it and it just frosts Maybe over. Maybe their technology is so just out there 
Well, I get, no, that no, it's not because they show us these shots and we see what's going on everywhere. Anyway, so Boss Leone's unconscious in the infirmary. Good on him for surviving. Yeah. That was a big fucking blade. Yeah, that was like a machete. Yeah. Ooh, he got cooked. Um, And, you know, they're kind of discussing, ah, crap, what are we going to do now, this and that. And Jar Jar randomly just falls down. (laughs) (laughs) They see that? He's just, like, standing there, and he just somehow (laughs) decides to just randomly trip and fall on the ground. Yeah, he'll do that. Yeah. Um, and then when he stands up, he just decides to put on Boss Leone's helm that he's holding. He's holding on to like Boss Leone's Gungan formals. Jar Jar is just attracted to the Gungan formals and he puts on Leone's helm and Anakin like looks at him. He's like, wait a second. You look just like Boss Leone. And Padme's like, yeah, you do. Uncanny. The resemblance is uncanny. So Anakin comes up with the plan to have him pretend to be Boss Leone in an attempt to get the Gungan army to stand down. He's like, You're going to go talk to him. You're going to get him stand down. Jar Jar is very like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't like this idea. <laughs> this episode has turned into the movie Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, they should have just called it Dave. I also thought it would be hilarious if this is just showing uh, just how kind of ignorant and self-absorbed humans are. We're like, you look just like Boss yeah. Leone. Let's dress you up and get you out there. And the second he throws him out there, the army's like, Jar Jar, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, they immediately are like, yeah. no, that's Jar Jar. <laughs> well, maybe that'll happen. So our next scene is we get up to the surface level and Boss, or not Boss, Risha Liu is giving a speech rallying the troops to his cause um, under the guise that Boss Leone is dead. Um, so Richelieu is up there speaking to a group of troops like, yeah, we're going to get the Naboo back. It's their fault that this happened. And that is going to be our next clip. This is a sad day for all Gungans. Our beloved leader, Boss Leone, is a dead. We must honor his last order and prepare for our attack against the Naboo. We <laughs> okay, with Eric Cartman. What the fuck? Army on feed. Fucking Bobby's world. These are very bad. Get up there and stop the attack. Misa can't do it. You can't, but Boss Leone can. Now get out there. It's a Bas Leone. He's a alive. So he pushes Jar Jar, then they're immediately like, oh god, he's alive. Say something. They appear to be in a trance uh, of some yeah. kind. Uh, uh, he is alive. He is. Uh, 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 Misa, Misa fellow Gungans. Uh, Misa made terrible mistake in ordering March on Deed. Risa, canceling our attack. Uh, is Boss Leone? It's working. Richelieu manipulated, manipulated, misheadthought uh, with lies and the misinformation. <laughs> he said the real enemy. They immediately turn on Richelieu. <laughs> fiery speech. A fiery speech. My favorite line in this. And we heard Boss Leone said it earlier when he confronted Richelieu and Jar Jar just mentioned now head thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it. The head thoughts. I want to start using that. Yeah. <laughs> you have manipulated my head thoughts. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> I don't know. I might turn on this episode before this is said and done. <laughs> so, uh, Richelieu tails it out of there because they're about to just put his head on a spike. So he hops on a speeder and gets the fuck out of there. Anakin sees like a dinosaur mount. Yeah, I forget the name of those animals, but they're the same ones from Phantom yeah. Menace. Yeah, it looks like the gnome mount from uh, World of Warcraft, Second World of Warcraft. The Mechano Strider. Check up the Mechano Strider. It looks like, yeah, it's like an ostrich, underwater ostrich, we'll call it. Yeah. Um. So he hops on the dinosaur ostrich thing and gives chase. Um, as that's going on and he takes off chasing Richelieu, a giant separatist ship lands not far away and out comes a low energy battle droid. The low energy battle droid approaches Jar Jar, uh, who's surrounded by his troops and says, the general wants to talk to you about this canceled attack. Word spreads fast about this canceled attack. Apparently I don't <laughs> yeah. know if they had like a live listen in or something. <laughs> I don't know. So Jar Jar and Tarples are going to go into this ship and speak with the general of this particular separatist force. And who is that general? But fucking goddamn General Grievous, Grievous himself. So we're gonna get the we're gonna get the collab that we've always wanted. Jar Jar and General <laughs> Grievous. Man, finally. So Jar Jar sits down, General Tarples comes in with him, and they're gonna have a little conversation with General Grievous. So So I hear you have decided not to aid our attack on the Naboo. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> we must put yeah. end to unfortunate, unfortunate bang bang conflict. It was a great effort and cost for me to bring my armies here. Mister, sorry, that boss. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, um, Mister was receiving muy bad advice. If you won't attack the Naboo, I will. Oh, that uh, Gen General Toppers. Yes, sir, boss. You still need to do that. That thing. That big troop thing. What did you just say? Go, sir. Go. So he said Tarples out. Me, so just telling General that we sir, must make the immediate arrangements for a Gungan separatist attack. <laughs> <laughs> Grievous has already just had enough of this. <laughs> I shit. know. I did. That was one thing that I did love, though. Once they immediately, once Grievous starts talking, Jar Jar just keeps fucking with the chair. Yeah, Jar Jar's like <laughs> looking around, he goes like up touching and the down chair. And yeah, like swivels in the thing. I will say this: this was the most likable Jar Jar has ever been. Yes, <laughs> I actually, I thoroughly enjoyed this scene. Yes. Like the way he's just like nervously looking around and like playing with the chair. Well, just him juxtaposed next to Grievous is hilarious. Yeah. It's a great, yeah, I mean, it's a great dynamic. And just the fact that he can't even keep his fucking voice straight. Yeah. Like this clarifies Jar Jar's like incompetent as fuck. <laughs> he can't even remember to keep his voice deeper. He's just. <laughs> he is like. Yeah. He's got. It's like that. We said it in the other episode. It's like the RPG when you're picking up the stats. Yeah. His luck is yeah. all the way dialed up. Yeah, that's the only stat this, <laughs> this particular player invested in for Jar Jar Banks. Just luck. Um, so Tarple heads out, and I don't know. They must have some little plan earlier, like, hey, if you know, this is what we're going to do if I give you this signal. Yeah. So when Jar Jar is like, you go do the thing, like, I, it must have been this. So Tarple goes out there and hollows Padme. 
And she, he's like, yeah, uh, it's General Grievous here, this and that. And she's like, you have to capture Grievous. <laughs> like, we have a literal, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> trying to capture General Grievous, like, ten times by now. And she's telling General Tarples and the Gungans <laughs> to bring in General Grievous. Insane to me. He's gone up against multiple Jedis and, like, yeah. cut through them no, like nothing. Yes. Like... We have seen him be like the most ruthless piece of shit. Yeah. And you're going to send the Gungans <laughs> to capture him. Um, and he's like, how the hell are we supposed to do that? Yeah. Like, how the hell? And she's like, well, the droid commander still thinks that you're on their side. So why don't you trick him into shutting down the droids? It's like, okay. Good plan. Yeah. And I don't know how she actually expects them to do it. Like, I, I can't imagine the low energy battle drive. Be like, oh, you're going to shut them down? Okay, fine. Yeah. Like, what what was the what did they say to him to get him to shut them down? I don't know. I don't get that part. Maybe the general outranks the low energy droid. So it's just based on the original agreement with Boss yeah. Leone or Maybe something. Maybe they just have to follow the orders. Yeah. I don't based know. Based on programming or something. But that's what she tells him to do. Like, hey. Go get that droid commander to just shut down all the droids. And then you can capture Grievous. And he's like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tarples is an agreeable guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get to Anakin, and he is chasing Richelieu through the forest. Now, that fucking, that mechanical strider, that baby can move. Oh, yeah. It's keeping up with Let's his speeder. Some long strides. Oh, yeah. Um, so they pass some of these probe droids kind of hiding in the forest, and Lou just hits a button and activates them. Um, and so they come in and they start shooting at Anakin from behind and they, they shoot his poor dinosaur. Yeah. The canister It's very sad. Very sad. We'll miss that ostrich. He goes ass over teacup. Yep. And so Anakin crashes. He takes the, um, he takes out the probe droids pretty quickly after that, but now he's on foot. And so he doesn't even like think of like anything. He just turns around and just starts running. Yep. <laughs> he just, Anakin, it's a, like a Forrest Gump moment where yeah. Anakin just like stands there for a second. He's like, oh, let's go. And he just starts fucking running and he was running. Um, so we get back to Grievous and Jar Jar and they're still just like sitting in the ship staring at each other well and it's funny too like Jar Jar is like he can't just sit and look at Grievous he's like looking around yes. the room and then he like does a move with his hands yeah <laughs> yeah and so Grievous is like what the hell are we waiting for <laughs> like I like to think that just for like 20 minutes they're just sitting there saying yes. nothing <laughs> it's just dead silence that's <laughs> Jar Jar like twiddles his fucking thumbs and Grievous is like what the fuck is going on it's here it's just great because I'm sure Grievous is just used to people being intimidated by him yeah he's an imposing presence oh it's not like Jar Jar isn't intimidating he's just got this such a Jar Jar's his like, nature just doesn't scream I'm scared ever yeah even though he's terrified right now <laughs> um but yeah so Grievous eventually like just kind of like you're not boss Leone and Grievous just states it <laughs> randomly puts it together yeah and so he kicks this table that they're sitting at and he takes out a couple of his own droids when, yeah, Grievous killing his own droid. Shocking. But one of the droids, like, smashes into a wall and opens the door panel. Uh, no, wait. He closes the door panel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So closes the door panel. like, Jar Jar's like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. He's coming at me. And so Jar Jar stands up and just starts hitting the door oh, panel. Oh, no. The droid hits it. It opens. Because okay. it's like an airlock. It's two doors. Okay. Yeah. So... Then Jar Jar goes in and hits the button and closes it on Grievous. Yeah, so he hits the button, closes the door on Grievous, and he runs the hell out of there. Um, but Grievous is right behind him. It doesn't take him long to get out of the door. And so we see Grievous follow him as Jar Jar stumbles outside and falls at the feet of General Tarples, who's standing there. Um, and then a bunch of Gungans 
surround Grievous. Um, and Tarples is like, ha ha, general. All your droids, they're shut down. He pushes one over and they just tip over it like does, dominoes. Yeah, it does a dominoes. So move. apparently we didn't see him talk to the command droid, but apparently they're just like, okay, yeah, we'll shut everything yeah. down. That's fine. So Sounds good. Yeah, a little bit of a hole there. Um, Gotta save, the, save on those batteries. Yeah. Charge in the batteries. We're not invading yet. You need to charge <laughs> batteries. Um, so then we get a scene of like Grievous being like, starts laughing at them as they all surround him to like they pull out their little pokers you know and yeah. Grievous pulls out his lightsaber he's like you gotta be fucking kidding me right and so <laughs> Grievous starts swinging at some random like Gungan warriors and they fucking hold their own oh yeah like they're dipping and diving and ducking around and like they stab him and shock him and he's like ah <laughs> well like he does take out one where like he looks there's one behind him and he grabs onto it with his foot and then he does a move where people are coming up in front of him, and he like spins the guy behind yeah. him and throws him down yes. to the ground. He hits a he kills a couple, but then they start hitting them with the blue balls or whatever those are yeah. called, and those really do a number on him. Yeah, they start shocking him, and like while they start shocking him with the blue balls, like Tarple comes in there and starts engaging with him, and Tarple's just doing a pretty good job, a little back and forth, but eventually Grievous just runs his blade through Tarple's chest. Um. And he's like, how does it feel to die? As, like, he pulls Tarple closer and, like, Tarple's dying breaths. And Tarple's like, not die. Sacrifice. <laughs> and Tarple's, Tarple's just fucking takes his fucking spear and shoves it right through Grievous's fucking chest. Now it's over. <laughs> Tarple! So, yeah, like, Tarple's as, like, he's dead. But, like, his final, like, gasp of strength, he runs his fucking... Spear right through Grievous's chest, and the, Grievous does a move too, where like it's almost like his legs gave out once Tarples did that. Yeah, but the like spear is holding him upright. Yeah, so the spear like, is like keeping him in place. It's cra it was yeah yeah it was really cool. It was cool. Um yeah, so it turns out it was like a full on sacrifice of Tarples there. Um, and then he's like, his last words are like, Jar Jar now. And Jar Jar throws an energy ball and hits Grievous. That's where the blue balls come in. Yes. And then it just becomes a stoning. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Like all the, there's like hundreds of Gunkin soldiers there and they all just start chucking the energy balls at Grievous and they knock his ass on the ground. Like he's completely incapacitated at this point. And then once he's laying on the ground incapacitated, like some of the soldiers come in and they just stab spears through all of his extremities. Yeah. And then they just drag him away screaming. They're like drawing and quartering him. Yes. <laughs> so we found the kryptonite for Grievous. <laughs> just Gungans. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so uh, Padme shows up at that point and they all kind of surround Tarple's body and like they turn over his face and we get it's kind of a <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> the look on his face like that. <laughs> It was a very sad moment when he died, and like it was a very, now it's you know, it was a very all for one moment. But just, I feel like they did him an injustice when they animated his face. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> I was kind of hoping we'd get some final words out of Tarple, but his final words were Jar Jar now. Yeah. So, warrior to the end. R.I.P. General Tarples, you were an absolute real one. That was fucking great. Yeah. Like, it was a great scene. Like, fucking God, this happened. That's where I was like, this is it good. was sweet, And too. the way that they incapacitated Grievous was masterfully done. Yeah. Like, just the, the visual of it all as they, like, as he runs it through his chest and Grievous is, like, held in place and by it. it's, like, it comes up kind of, like, not through his neck, but yeah, on but the like, side yeah. of his neck. Yeah, like, it's right in his rib cage and then out his neck. Yeah. Out, like, through his collarbone area. And, like, just, like, and then when they just start stoning him with the energy <laughs> ball. 
And then they stab him through his extremities and drag him away as he's screaming. I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. It was really good. So that was Tarpals versus Grievous. Um, and we get to Dooku. Now, Dooku is hanging out in, like, we're back on, like, the Thailand portion of Naboo. Yeah, yeah. He's hanging out in, like, this, I don't know, like, a, it's got, like, a big stone face. Face. Very similar to some of the architecture you'd see in, like, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this giant stone face, and apparently there's, like, a door there that leads to this little lair. And that's where Dooku is hanging out. And he is speaking with Palpatine. We get Ian Abercrombie. I think to see Dooku talking to a hollow instead yeah. of being on That's one. the only person I think he will talk yeah, to yeah. at all. That and Mother Talzin. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, we get a Palpatine and Dooku hollow conversation. And then the second portion of the clip is Dooku talking with Risha Liu, who's on his speeder. So that is going to be our next clip. This turn of events is unfortunate. General Grievous is a critical part of my plan for the Clone Wars. He must not remain captive. What is to be done, my lord? You must lure Skywalker into a trap, then negotiate a prisoner exchange. How can you be certain the Republic will trade Grievous for Skywalker? I have no doubt Senator Amidala will gladly agree to your terms. He knows their fucking... As you wish, my lord. Rishlu. Yes, Ekel. I am at your secret laboratory. I love how he's on a Meet speeder here. here. <laughs> and leave enough of a trail for Skywalker to follow you. I have a surprise waiting for him. Okay, so as Dooku says that, we get... Um, what, what are those droids called? They're oh, the ones that Grievous uh, always the, has like, with the taser sticks. The Magna Guards. Yeah, so... Yeah, so... Dooku's got a surprise to capture Skywalker. I, I don't think Dooku needs Magna Guard help, really, yeah. but um, that's the big surprise is the Magna Guards. So... Um, Richelieu is going to be leading Anakin to the laboratory just so Dooku can run him into a trap. Um, so our next scene is Anakin. He's running up and he sees Richelieu's uh, speeder thing parked. And then he sees Richelieu going into this temple head, yeah. temple head, this giant stone head. And Richelieu goes down and is greeted by Count Dooku. And that's going to be our next clip. Right away, right in the next clip. Master, I have done what you asked. Skywalker is a here. Young Master Skywalker, you're nothing if not relentless. What a surprise. Dooku. You're a fool, Rishlu. Well, Dooku just stabs Rishlu. He served his purpose, apparently. Why bring the war to Naboo? How quickly you forget. After all, the war started here years ago. You were a part of that first battle? The Sith control everything. You just don't know it. Oh, I love that sound. I left it in just for that crackle. Now, once again, Dooku is telling a Jedi, the Sith control everything. Yeah. He's very upfront. Like, he's just begging to tell somebody. <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah. I mean, if you think I'm talking about Attack of the Clones when he's talking with Obi-Wan, and he's just like, what if I told you? <laughs> My entire plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Obi-Wan's like, I won't listen to you, Dooku. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Tell you what, every Jedi's like, what's he trying to get at here? Yeah. <laughs> he's done everything but say Palpatine. Yeah. You know? He's gone that far. Um, so we get Anakin and Dooku fighting. 
pretty good lightsaber battle. Pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. And you see Anakin has grown since their previous encounters. Each time Anakin gets a little bit better when it comes to dealing with Dooku. Um, so as they're fighting the taser stick droids, the magna guards or whatever they're called come to life and they start randomly shocking Anakin and he's dealing with fucking Dooku. So, you know, they shock him a few times and then Dooku just kind of like, I've had enough of this and fucking pimp just like starts, turns around and just slowly starts walking away. And Anakin has to like give chase while he's fighting these magna guards and eventually Skywalker like catches up and Dooku just like calmly re-engages him. Like Dooku is such a fucking pimp with the lightsaber, man. I, I don't know. This whole, the Revenge of the Sith fight, like, Dooku must have just been having, like, a bad day with his rheumatoid arthritis <laughs> or something. Or he just, you know, he just, like, he just had started to finally slow down. I think there are theories online that I've read where, like, Palpatine interfered. Because, like, Dooku's In some way. Much better, a much better duelist than what he was. So, like, people theorize that, like, Palpatine, like, interfered. No, it was, like, interfering with his ability to, like, fuck Duel or up or something yeah. like that. Or Okay. That would make sense, Made it really. easier for Anakin to... Yeah, and even, like, listening to Jedi Lost, Dooku, the audiobook that I've been listening to, like, he is, like, top five duelist all time. Yeah. Like, he is fucking... Only rivaled by, like, Yoda and Mace. So, yeah, I mean, it's... um, I don't know. I, I it There's got to be something going on there. He is really old though. He's like eighty something. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe just you know, like I say, just, just feel a little crickety that day. You know, he just didn't have his best game. On. He totally took Obi Wan like immediately. Yeah, yeah, I've always said that. It's funny how Obi Wan like <laughs> Obi Wan's foil is Dooku. Like whenever Obi Wan engages Dooku, it's like yeah, he's down he's for done. the count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can fight anybody except for Dooku. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Dooku pretty, eventually pretty sweet lightsaber fight. It was really good, yeah. and just like Dooku's style and just yep. so nonchalant, just regal. He's such a badass yeah. man. I love Dooku. Uh, Dooku eventually disarms Anakin though, and the droids just start coming and just start shocking him like crazy. And Dooku then ends up force holding him against the wall, hits him with some lightning for good measure, and Anakin passes out. Uh, we get back to the infirmary on Otto Agunga. And it's going to be our final clip of the episode. This is Padme and Jar Jar discussing the situation. Where's Sir Annie? He's have been gone muy long time. I'm not sure, Jar Jar. Anakin. Senator Amidala, we meet again. I must regretfully inform you that young Skywalker has been detained. What have you done with Anakin? Now, now, Senator, let's not become emotional. What do you want, Dooku? I'm glad you asked. I could be persuaded to return Skywalker to you in exchange for General Grievous. I... I can't do that. I'm sorry. You soon will be. Magna Jagarzer. Stop! You cannot torture a prisoner. Torture? (laughs) I don't know what you mean. I'll give you an hour to consider my proposition. I'm sure you will make the right choice. You so have to trade with him. I can't, Jar Jar. With Grievous captured, we could win the war. But, but Padme, he's uh, our friend. I know. I know, Jar Jar. Misa think you so have to deal. You so should listen to Binks. He's all right. He's up. Boss Leone's back. <laughs> Um, so that was Boss Leone out there agreeing with Jar Jar that they need to make the trade. Okay, two things that I took away from this. One, 
Um, I kept thinking back when you see Dooku torturing Anakin. And she's like, you can't do that. Yeah. I, th- I was thinking back to when she was on, uh, was it Raxus Prime? I think so. Yeah. With the with the Separatist Senate. And yeah. Bon- Bonitari's like, he's just a politician. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like, yeah. I get, I get Padme, like, who's been like, he's been trying to, ex- he's been trying to send assassins after her and all this fucking shit all this time. Now she's seen him torture her fucking husband. <laughs> like, it's just like, how did she not just be like, hey, Mina? And I think I mentioned during the episode, like, he tried to have me assassinated. Yeah. He's done this. He's done that. Like, Mina Bonitari's just like, no, he's just, it's just well, Dooku. In the way that she's like, you cannot torture a prisoner. It's like, have you met Dooku? Like, yeah. It's like, what are you going to, like, that's what you're fighting with here? He's not a staunch yeah. observer of the Geneva Convention. Exactly. Like, he's he's going to do what it takes. Like, this is what you're trying to hold over his head in this situation <laughs> yeah. where you fucking have, like, no choice. Like, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Come on. Like, what do you know about the Separatists at this point? They're like the most <laughs> evil fucking people. All these generals are just evil. I mean, they're gonna t- they're gonna nuke a bunch of Lermans with napalm. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Come on, you're not negotiating with these guys. You, you either do what he says or he's dead. Like, yeah. that's it. Okay. Second thing, how many people do you think died after this point in this war? Oh yeah, I, millions. I, like, they are a hundred percent in the wrong. They this it, this killed thousands upon thousands of people. Even Anakin, I bet you would have been like, no, you can't do that. Even in Revenge of the Revenge of the Sith, they make such a huge point in the beginning to About be how like capturing Grievous. Once ends Grievous, the fucking war. once Grievous is captured or killed, war's done. Yeah, but, like, Padme <laughs> says as much. There, Grievous is like the biggest key to ending the war. And he's obviously a massive part of Palpatine's plans that they don't even know about. But I could even I could even understand it if there was something about like, but Anakin holds the key to something, so yes. we need to save him. But their argument is, but he's our friend. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's horribly flawed logic. Yes, and I I can respect their friendship and love for Anakin, um, but <laughs> Boss Leone, Jar Jar Binks. And Padme Amidala are responsible for every fucking death <laughs> that comes out. Millions of deaths. So Jar Jar has just been showing me great shit this whole episode. <laughs> I understand this whole Jar Jar is a Sith Lord theory now. He yeah. just, he wants chaos. <laughs> He's a chaos agent. So anyways, our next scene is we're in this like large field. And all the Republic forces and the Gungans are on one side. And then the Separatist forces on the other side. And we're going to have a big trade-off here. So uh, one of Dooku's ships lands. It's the ship that we saw, very similar to the ship that Savage Press took. I, I, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. But it's like a Separatist transport ship. Yep. Um, and the low-energy dro- battle droid walks out, and he's holding Anakin's saber. And they're dragging Anakin's like beaten body out of the ship. And very interesting here. Now, Grievous is there, and... Okay, first, before we get to the interesting part, <laughs> Grievous has, like, three orbs. Like, they're like Gungan shackles. I posted a picture the other day on Twitter, but, like, he's got an orb around his head, and he's got an orb around his two hands. And they're attached to each other. Yeah. In, like, a... Look like a molecule. Yes. <laughs> Very interesting shackles. Yeah. Makes sense, though. You attach that to the head, yeah. and you can't move your hands at all. You know, you're going to rip your head off? So... <laughs> So Grievous has the three energy orbs. Anakin is just beating the shit, apparently. And so uh, they show him Anakin. They're like, give us the general. And so one of the Gungans just, like, pokes Grievous. Yeah. <laughs> and Grievous, like, gets a little, like, hey, gets a little <laughs> shock on him. <laughs> Fucking great, man. And so now we know 
They, and they've really they built an entire series around Anakin never seeing Grievous. So Anakin, like, I think they had him beat that badly just so he couldn't look up as yeah. they walked by each other. Because his head is hanging down the entire yeah. time. And so Grievous, like, walks by. He, you hear Grievous laugh at him, too, like, ha, 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 you know, as Anakin's broken body. So Anakin doesn't actually see Grievous. I'm sure he heard him, but he doesn't actually see Grievous. Yeah. Um, so they got they got away with it. And um, so the trade is made, and Anakin is thrown at Padme's feet. And as the low-energy battle droid is walking away, God, I love these low-energy battle droids, man. When you saw that, you had to they know. I was like, yes! Showing us stuff. So they drop Anakin's like broken body at Padme's feet. And the low-energy battle droid, I mentioned that he was holding his lightsaber. He literally just throws it up in the air and just lands on Anakin's lifeless body. <laughs> And it like bounces a yeah, it like bounces. It, it is fucking it was perfect. So great. It is great. Like this fucking episode is good. <laughs> I know. It's so good. It has flaws, but it is good. <laughs> um. So at that point, the low energy battle droid, and he's got like a smirk or something on his face. Yeah. Like, just the way he's carrying himself is so good. So he gets on Dooku's ship, and they bail. All the separatists take off. Uh, Boss Leone and the Queen of Naboo thank Jar Jar for stopping a war. Now, an interesting continuity issue that I found on Wikipedia here. She called him Senator Binks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says Queen Neutni accidentally refers to Jar Jar as Senator Binks. And I bring that up not because I'm really that concerned about it, but we had a debate many episodes ago about what is his official title. Is he a senator? And I think he's Representative Binks. Yes. That's what they keep calling him. Is it, is, so is there a galactic house of representatives? I don't know. But and and... Earlier in the episode, Leone calls him Senator Banks, yes. too. Yeah, so I, it's very interesting. He's like, you're a senator. You'll, they'll listen to you. You're a senator or something like that. That I heard that line in this episode. So I, I don't know, but apparently that is a mistake. He's not a senator. Whatever. But that is the end of our episode. A perfect 22-minute romp. Yeah. It's fine. It was great. And that's it. It was just one and done. Yep. So what did IMDb give this one? So this might make you mad. Um, IMDb gave this one a 7.3. So the same as the last Montel. Exactly the same as Prisoners. That's horseshit. It's a crime. Yes. (laughs) This episode, it has some things that were like, well, why is this? Why is this? Uh, Yeah, you probably should have not done that exchange. But goddamn, man, there's some really good stuff. It was so much better than Prisoners. Insane. And I'm sure if, like, if this came after, like, ARC Troopers or something, I'd be like, oh, fuck, that was not not good. I still don't think I'd completely shit on it. But, man, I don't know how good it is, but it is a hell of a lot better than what we've been watching the last few weeks. It has a lot of great stuff in it. I loved it. Yeah. This was one of my favorite episodes so far. Yeah. I thought it was fucking fun. <laughs> I thought the the Tarpal's Grievous battle was fucking sweet. And just the whole scene of bringing down Grievous was amazing. The, it was one of the best scenes we've had so far. The lightsaber battle was yes. really good. And the way Dooku carried himself. Like, everything about this episode had some really fucking great stuff. Yeah. Like, the dumb little plot holes aside, pretty good. I'm giving it a fucking 8.5. I do not give a shit. I loved it. I fucking loved it. Now, 1.5 of that may be me just happy to be away from the Moncal garbage. Yeah. But this is fucking 
out there compared to what we've been watching. I fucking love it. So I, I got to go with how I feel about it in the moment. Yep. And I fucking love it, dude. I watched it three times. It, yeah. And it never got old. It, and it doesn't feel like a slog at all. Like every no. single part of it. And sometimes you don't need a fucking three episode arc for everything. Yeah. Like this was perfect 20 minute episode. Yep. It's these ones that George Lucas is just trying to like channel Kurosawa. It's like, all right, maybe that's not necessarily Bounty a bad Hunters. thing. Bounty Hunters. Bounty Hunters is great, great too. fucking episode. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I, I didn't go as crazy as you, but I gave it a 6.5. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, this is only the best episode. I was worried I was going to go too high, so I was trying to be a little bit conservative. I'm, I, Dude, I am still... In- <laughs> I love it. It's so fucking good. I'm probably being too conservative, but it is, it's a great episode. Yeah, it really is. So, um, all right. So we differ a little bit there, but yeah. we're, we're in agreement that it is very enjoyable. Oh yeah. So yeah. Especially uh, coming off what we were just what going other? Yeah, can you do some for me quick? Can you like organize like what other episodes have I given an 8.5? Oh yeah. Let me look. Um, <laughs> can you like organize it and tell also tell me what I gave an eight. So I can see <laughs> 8.5. We got two. Okay. Uh, R2 Come Home and Voyage of Temptation. The Duchess? The Duchess. Oh, my God. I equaled this. That's like the best Duchess episode, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And R2 Come Home, that was R2's Kevin McAllister in the, yeah, the ship that so. crashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the one. Okay. Can you give me one that I gave an eight? All right. Hold on. I'll organize it again. <laughs> I might be out of my mind right now. <laughs> I don't care. You banded out a lot of hate. Storm over Ryloth, you gave an eight. Oh. <laughs> That's a really good episode. Landing at Point Rain, you got really? an eight. Yep. Ooh. The Mandalore plot, you got an eight. It's a that, lot of duchess that, ones. It's because Pre Vizsla's voice bothers me. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at you, Fabs. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Night Sisters, Monster, those got eights. Holy shit, man. Witches in the Mist. Hey, well, I got to go with how I feel. Yeah. That whole arc, I gave three eights. Yep. Huh. All right. Um, I got to go with how I feel. And I fucking, I, dude, I'm I'm riding high on this episode. Yeah. I It 100% though, it got a big bump because of what I just watched. Yes. 100%. Yep. Percent. All right. So an 8.5 and a 6.5. Always look on the light side. Uh, you know what? All right, we are riding high after this one. Oh, flying high, baby. Okay, light side moment of the episode. Ah, man, I'm going to go with just the whole Grievous fight scene. Yeah, incredible. It was great. It was beautiful. Yep, it was so well done. That might be the best fight scene we've got. Yeah. I would honestly like, I will say this. That might be one of the five best Star Wars fight scenes out of any medium. (laughs) No, I'm dead serious. It's in, it's amazing. And it built up with tarples and yes. the sacrifice. And, yes. Oh. They stone him with energy balls. <laughs> Take that, witch. You know, like, God. They have medieval on his ass. What do you got for a light side? Uh, when the low energy droid throws Anakin's lightsaber at him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. There's so many nuggets of glory in this episode. It's whatever there's a... Like, whenever you feel like it might come down to a lull, it's like something happens that's like, oh, no, it's good again. Yeah, this, this, this episode's a puncher. It hits back, baby. It hits <laughs> back. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. If you only knew the power of the dark. No, shut up! <laughs> All right, dark side moment of the episode. Um, dark side for me, I'm going to go with uh, Tarple's death face. <laughs> I was not a fan of his death face. It looked very bit, you know? Yeah. The face didn't do justice he to the He looked like sacrifice. a Muppet that the puppeteer just threw <laughs> yeah, on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like backstage at Sesame Street. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, hey, we got all these fucking Muppets laying everywhere. Yeah. It's just, it looked grim to me, and I feel like it didn't do his. Now it's all for It didn't do for me his all for one moment justice. Yeah. I feel like he should have looked more solemn, or at least been maybe still like gasping for air and said some final thing, like anything for Naboo or something like yeah, some like unifying moment with Padme would have been great. Yep. Uh, what's yours? Um, I went with just Jar Jar and Padme being responsible for so much death. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, not only could they have ended this war that would have ultimately millions after this. But also, that's goddamn Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's crazy. Ow. Every fucking death is on their plate. Like butterfly effect stuff. Like, yeah. That is a grim turn that yeah. just, they took a dark timeline. Yeah. Obviously, we're being a little yeah. facetious with this, but god damn, man. I just don't, you need a little bit more justification than he's our friend. Yes. Like, I just. This is a war that's encompassing a galaxy. Yeah. Millions of people. <laughs> Are dying every day, probably. <laughs> All right. So that's a good one. Thank you, Rex. Why did that fade up? Now that's different. All right, whatever. It worked. Thank you, Rex. Got to get it up. You've got to get it up. Chibata mandate. Chibata bread mandate. <laughs> mandate. Get it on. <laughs> I'm being canceled by Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that article you sent me. Oh, my God. I just saw the headline. I didn't even What was really... the headline again? It was like Hollywood cancels Adam Carolla. And he like yeah, goes he says Fox it's a small News. price to pay for free speech. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, it's, you're not canceled. They just don't want to hire you. Yeah. No, he knows where he's, he knows where his money's coming from. He's just leaning into it yeah. at this point. Yeah, so Adam Carolla, Dark Horse yeah. Hero of the Week. Cancelled. <laughs> and by cancelled, he means he went on a major television network to give them yes. this proclamation, but he's cancelled. Yeah, I love this shit, man. It's <laughs> great. Anyways, Dark Horse Hero of the episode, I'm giving it to the low-energy battle droid. The lightsaber chuck was fucking It was gold. so great. Yeah, fucking gold. So, low-energy battle droid every single time. They're whether they're showing us whether something. they're malicious or they've got some like spunk, everything about they always do something cool. God, what's the? What? <laughs> it's beautiful because I called it, man. It's... I said it episode one, cat and mouse. I said <laughs> this low energy battle droid is showing me something. <laughs> Remember the one? I think it was with Watt Tambor, where he just loaded up his transport and got the hell yes! out of there. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had one that just sucks. I know. They're God. always good. Oh, who do you got for uh, Dark Horse? For Dark Horse Hero, I'm giving it to editing because this episode was great. And yes. it was probably edited down from something that would have been horrible. Yeah. So I'm happy that it's just one episode 
edited really well and flowed so nicely. It's great. Yeah. Yep. Top to bottom. Good work. Good work, team. Go, team. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. Oh, you want to talk? No. You should just swap those kids out with Gonk. True, I should. All right. All-star of the week. Um, no R2. Surprisingly, not with Anakin yeah. in this episode. So we got to find someone else. And I never thought in a million years that I would ever drop this for All-Star of the Week. But I'm going to give it to Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. His scene with Grievous was good. Like, it, was it, was, awesome. it was really good. It was good comedy. It was good dynamics between the two. <laughs> Just him fucking with the chair yes. is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, I still am not a Jar Jar Binks fan. But you know what? They proved to me that he can be part of a good episode. Yeah. An honorable mention to Padme for finally being in a good episode. Yeah. But you did almost, you know, you, the whole the whole continuing the war yeah. thing kind of knocks her down. So she's out of the running. But she deck. did get to shoot a commando droid in the head. Right. That she was domed cool. his ass. Yeah. So, but I think Jar Jar, if we're ever going to give it to Jar Jar, I think now is the time. Yep. I'm not going to risk trying to give it to him later on now that he's gained some favor with me. Yeah. No. No. This is the episode. Who do you got? I'm going with General Tarples. All right, Tarples. It's a great sacrifice scene. Yeah, full-on sacrifice. And oh. he even straight, like, how does it feel to die? And he's just like, sacrifice. Now it's fast! <laughs> what a fucking beast, man. And honestly, like, before he even got, like, he, I mean, Grievous got the better of him, but he was kind of doing his thing with him for a little oh, bit yeah. there. He was holding his own for a minute and keeping him I've distracted always, while I get hit with energy balls. I've, I've always loved Tarples. Yeah. In the Phantom Menace, he's great. Oh, you're stuck in big doo-doo now. No, again, Jaja. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, a couple Gungans. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. We're growing. <laughs> we are growing. We're becoming better people. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. Oh. I'm a model. You know what I all right good hood who is looking good on the runway who is the fashionista of the episode who was looking hot all right good hood i am going to go with risha lou risha lou bone and nose good shaman vibes come from risha lou <laughs> And Risha also has some interesting eyes compared to the other guns. Got like some fins coming out of the eyes yeah. to the side. His some snout, horizontal eyes. His snout too has like a couple of tabs on the side yeah. of it too. Like he's made up differently. Yeah. Honorable runner up though to Tarples for his like hangy tendrils. Yeah. You know? That's who I went with. Oh really? Like Good Hood's Tarples, yeah. yeah. For the catfish? Well, the catfish <laughs> yeah. he's, like I love the little like mustache thing he's got, yeah. but then he's like made up like a general too. It's really cool. Yeah. Man, Gungans everywhere. I Gungans. know. Gungans look at, all. Look at this. This is great. Do we have a who are you this week? Uh, no. We do not. Okay. All right. No who are you. Uh, also, big shout out to Ahmed Best. Oh, yeah. For some wonderful voice acting in this episode. Yeah. He makes such a difference. Do you remember that one or two episodes where Jar Jar isn't voiced by him? And it's Oh, yeah. So that was bad. weird. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, I didn't notice the voice in this episode. It was definitely Ahmed Best. Yeah. I'm confident saying yep. that without looking it up. Yeah. But yeah, there, there was two episodes where I was like, that's not Ahmed Best. And you can tell. Yeah. 
And it really took you out of the moment. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is terrible. All right, so big shout out to Ahmed Best. Remember we wanted to get him on though? Yeah. For like it was like two weeks we were like, we're gonna get Ahmed Best. Have you tweeted at him at all? No. <laughs> I went through a Carl Weathers phase where I was like, hey, hey, Carl, because every time I go to Target, they have that like yeah. lonely grief cargo that yeah. they cannot get rid of. <laughs> no, that wasn't that my plan? We needed to get Ahmed Best on, but once we get him on, we only ask him questions about Stomp. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was in Stomp. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe we'll resume that now. Now that we're now that we're big Jar Jar fans, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's time to go back and try to drag Ahmed Best on this fucking show. Although I think he now is finally getting like he's got to be happy now because like the prequels are seeing people come of age and like actually show them appreciation. Yeah. I feel like he's probably getting some attention online. Good positive that's, feedback. Like, positive. Yeah. Well, I, I bet he'll be at a convention that we end up at sometime. God, it'd be great to meet him. Oh, it would be I've a heard fun he's one. such a nice guy, I too. I he is. Yeah. He's great. So, yeah, big shout-out to Ahmed Best for the voice acting in this one. Solid, solid A-plus work on one of the best episodes of all time. God bless you, Ahmed Best. <laughs> Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Man, that was a refreshing romp. Yeah. Good times. Good times. So, good what stuff. do we have for a tagline in this one? Our tagline was... Who a person truly is cannot be seen with the eye. Okay. And your guess was, this is going to be Palpatine, you said. And you were like, Palpatine's going to be doing something that on the surface level seems very altruistic. And is going to make him look like a great leader. But there's going to be some underlying motives in there. Okay, so I was off there. But hey, Palpatine did show yeah. up. Yes, he so did. I, I did I... say, I say, let's get some Ian Abercrombie. And we got some Ian Abercrombie. I did. Like... It could be applied to him as well. Yeah. 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 But it, I think they're more going with the Jar Jar thing. Yeah. Right? yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you could, I could, you know, try to try to say that, but it uh, wasn't that. Um, I'm going to play this as we play the next one. All right. <laughs> uh, what do we got for a tagline next week? All right. Next week is understanding is honoring the truth beneath the surface. Understanding is honoring the truth beneath the surface. Man, that's a heavy one. Yeah. Understanding is honoring the truth beneath the surface. Yep. Obi-Wan is going to walk in on Anakin and Padme boning. <laughs> well, he's not even going to walk in. They're going to be in Ottawa Gunga. And they're going to be... <laughs> They're going to be plowing each other in one of the fucking orbs, and Obi-Wan's going to find him and say, hello, you know? <laughs> Obi-Wan's just going to yeah. drive by in the yeah. Bomba yep. submarine. And like, and like, oh, what? Okay, so that confirms it for me. <laughs> but I understand. <laughs> this has a bigger meaning, and it will play an important role in my future and the entire galaxies. There. All right. We'll see I got if that no happens. Fucking, nah, nah. We'll that was, see if that happens Imagine next week. the world where that happens. <laughs> no, no. Infinite universes, infinite possibilities. Somewhere there is a Clone Wars episode in some universe, now that I've spoken into existence, that Obi-Wan takes a bongo submarine <laughs> for a stroll in Lake Batonga, and he sees <laughs> in their private, and I say that in air quotes, Does a double take. their private Ottawa Gunga bulb, Anakin and Padme going at it. All right. So what do we got for an episode next uh, week? Next week is season four, episode five, Mercy Mission. Mercy Mission. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Hey, we're refreshed. We're 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 born anew oh, in the We got through yeah. it. We're born anew in the Gungan Splendor. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Okay, where can the listeners reach us, Adam? Shoot us an email. We're at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Clonecastpod on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, which maybe maybe this week, hey, I'll post one soon. Yeah. 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 Maybe right. when you actually play it, you can post something. Ooh. Yeah, we got to get on that. We'll yeah, we do. We got to figure it out. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you next time for Mercy Mission. Um, until then, may the uh, Kagemusha be with you. What is a boy to do? Frazier has left the building. You ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day? Why don't we do it?